Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a damn go again. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome, we made it. We made it to episode three. We are here. This is the Boomtron Podcast. I'm Diego. I got my buddy Damon. And for episode three, we got a third. Damon, we got a third. Let's introduce why, why Amy. Why are you so loud, though? Why are you so be loud? Because I'm so excited, Damon. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm happy to have it. a third. I'm, I'm definitely happy to have a third. So, Amy, say hello to the people. Hello, people. And tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what? what's your Netflix, you know? preference here um you know i just really love being entertained so i will watch almost anything um at this point i don't necessarily have like a favorite genre i love i love the stuff that's made for teens even though i'm that's way behind me um i feel that that's me too (laughs) and uh you know i like uh the horror stuff too so i'm uh and the sci-fi stuff i you know what i can't i'll watch anything i'll really watch anything i i can't pick a favorite a little potpourri of uh, shows then, I guess, huh? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I think, um, you know, I was trying to think of what my favorite stuff might have been that I've seen in a while. I actually went into my Netflix and kind of was scrolling back and I could only get past like a couple, almost a year. Um, but even then, I know that there's been other stuff that I've watched that when I watched it, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, like I loved Umbrella Academy. Um, oh, I don't know how I felt about that. Like, I, yeah? I'm, I'm on the fence. It was just a little too gross for me. Like, really? Like, I like the story, but <laughs> like, I don't need to see gross it? stuff. Did I, what, there was like there was like the blood and guts gross stuff? That's what I'm saying. Like that for me was just I felt like that could have been. Like a, yeah, it's just not my thing. Like, it's funny because my wife will watch Bones, right? Right. And oh, I, I think I love the heck out of Bones from an from a story standpoint. Can't mm-hmm. do it though. Nah, huh. can't do it. That's well, interesting. So you know, like, my goal was to be an anesthesiologist. And then I rolled in, well, it must have been 10th grade, and biology class. And I was like, I sat in the front row. And I was like, yo, I got to move. Like, this is makes me sick to my stomach. So I had to sit in the back. I sit in the back. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, yeah, Umbrella Academy was good, but it just, mm, just See, and little, it's funny little, you say mm. that because when I think of the show, I can't, I can't remember any blood and guts. Like nah, uh, for me, I just remember. I just remember the story. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. how did you feel? Because one of my other favorites is Haunting of Hill House. How did you feel about that one? I didn't see that. So oh. I, I'm a little bit. Of, I'm a little bit of a, of a wuss when it comes what? to horror stuff. Like I watch it, but I don't go out of my way to watch it. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it then, guys. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today, and let's get into what just came out May 29th, Space Force. D, you want to start off? Yeah, I, I had such mixed feelings about this one. So I, I've talked to a few different people, and this is what I would say. It took me a few episodes to really get into it, right? So so the backstory just just didn't hit from the beginning. But then once we started talking about the space race and, and trying to get onto the moon, like then it worked for me. And, yeah. and the humor's dry, right? The humor's definitely dry. So it took a little bit for me to kind of get that feel for it i mean i enjoyed a lot of the people on the actual cast as well so i think that was that was definitely good but i enjoyed it i think that it didn't get the rave ratings because i think that it didn't 
It didn't jump out and give you funny right from the get-go. But, I mean, I love Ben Schwartz, by the way. Like, I mean, I, have to right. say I love him from, from Parks and Rec. So, for me, th- that was, you know, he, he was definitely a shining point for me. And I like um, the guy from, what, what's that show? Silicon Valley. Uh-huh. Jimmy O. So, yeah, Jimmy O. So I, I like him a lot, too. And I thought he actually was probably my favorite character along with, you know, Ben Schwartz's character for the show. But I, I did enjoy it. And I would say that I'm, I'm actually looking forward to season two. So I think one of the things that we had kind of talked about a little bit, you know, from some feedback was kind of, you know, are we thumbs upping shows? Are we thumbs downing shows? Are we kind of neutral? And, and I would have to say this is still a thumbs up show for me personally. I did enjoy it. And I thought it, it ended pretty well. Okay. See, now I'm with you at the beginning, right? Uh, like it, I was watching it and I watched the first episode and I was like, ugh. And then I watched the second episode and I was like, ugh. And I just kept waiting for it to get better. And then um, I think my husband reminded me that like The Office, again, same people, right? The Office started that way. Like the first season of The Office was really slow. Brutal, and it yeah. took a long time to build to itself. So I didn't really start enjoying Space Force until like episode five when I felt like I had enough backstory or just personal stories about the rest of the characters to start to care. Because I just didn't care. Like I was watching and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I just didn't care for a long time. And it wasn't until like episode five where I was like, oh, now I actually care what happens to these people. Well, I, I I would agree with that. And I think that the other thing that became interesting for me is that there was just a lot of things that you know, so the, the astronaut, you know, there, there was just like, there was this jump gap that I didn't love necessarily from meeting all these characters. And then all of a sudden they're going to the moon. And right. And you're like, hmm, you know, wh-, you know, she was studying botany with Jimmy O, right? And then all of a sudden she's the astronaut. And I just, okay, that's interesting. Um, I um, believe the term was spaceman. Yes, that's I don't true. believe it was spaceman. an astronaut. I think it was spaceman. <laughs> I say spaceman. And I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the you know running gag of the wife being in jail i thought that was kind of fun i think that was definitely interesting it was fun but then they never told you what she did but i like that because we're yeah, only season one right so, so i don't think diego's gonna get to talk to you You can just host like you're good <laughs> yeah, no, i like this 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 makes my job a lot easier now now i can just listen and chime in <laughs> chime in but, when you want but I, I will say this for me for me my favorite part about uh, for that show was when you had all like the joint chiefs, so like the navy, the army, the marine. You had and then you had all the actors, actors and actresses like Jane Lynch, and they were all. It felt like it was a natural. There wasn't a script. They were just throwing jabs at each other, like funny jokes, pretending they were the commander of that branch. And it am felt I the so only one natural. that doesn't like Jane Lynch? Because I do not care for her at all. It's not that I. It's not that I don't care for her. I like her. Um, but again, and and I agree with you, Diego. Like I liked that part when they the parts when they were all around and they were just like those were probably some of the funniest scenes in the show. But again, I felt like everybody was. I almost felt like the show was written for those people to play those characters, like Jane Lynch. She always plays the same character, whether she's the this person in this show or if she's the general in Wreck-It Ralph or if she's the uh, <laughs> the gym teacher in Glee. Like, she's always the same character. The guy who plays Putty from Seinfeld. Oh, I love Putty. Like, yeah, he's always the same character. Uh, John Malkovich, he's always the same guy. Steve Carell, he doesn't matter what movie he's in, it's always the same guy. So I liked those scenes, but I almost felt like you knew what, was gonna, what to expect because... They're always yeah. the same people, you know? 
and they felt stuffed like they were definitely just stuffed with stars for a reason which i could see how it worked i mean it was definitely funny but i would say the courtroom was probably funnier than those scenes for me i Mm. I enjoyed the courtroom a little bit more i would say yeah yeah that was good that was good i agree with that the other thing i thought about it was that and again it's the same people who made it but with regards to like steve carell i felt like his role with the exception of having to talk like this all the time (laughs) like his role was the same right in the office He's that somewhat capable guy in charge, and the people underneath him keep him afloat. And then here, he's like this somewhat capable guy, and you've got Malkovich, and then you've got the woman who was the botanist, and now she's the spaceman, kind of keeping him afloat, you know? Right. I, I don't know. I just, again, I, I did. I liked it, and by the end of the last episode, I was like, oh my God, now I can't wait for season two. But it just was a real slow build for me. And for me, it was the story that pushed me to enjoy it, not the characters, which is seems kind of crazy since it's such, you know, a star studded cast. But that's really when it got good for me is when I said, all right, I'm invested in getting them to the moon. And it was funny, like, I I love the way that we kind of have that ending where they're passing and they're waving and they both (laughs) kind of hosed each other. And you're like, Oh, this is going to be interesting. See, like, that's what drew me into the interest of the story, not necessarily the characters selling it at this point. So Okay, and I think I'm just a character. I like characters. I'm, I'm a big one on character development. And again, I love every single star that was in it. I, I love them. I thought they were funny. I just felt like it was very expected. Like, there were no big surprises for me. Yeah, and I would agree. Like, Lisa Kudrow, who I'm not a huge fan of, but she does... She, everyone played the same character that you expected them to play, which again, which is why they did it so well, right? right because that's right. the character that they play. But yeah, I, I think out of everyone, uh, Tony Newsom, who was Captain Angela, mm-hmm. probably you know, I, I felt like did a really good job of making me interested in her character as someone that I enjoyed kind of watching. So okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Th- thumbs up, though? So so what? what's the consensus here? Like I said, I, I give would it say a, this is a thumbs up for me. I give it a thumbs up, but if season two is more or less the same than season one, I don't think I make it past season two for okay. me. Okay. Um, I liked uh, – I, I, I'd give it a thumbs up. I'd give it a thumbs up. Yeah. It so, took me so, a while to get there, but I'd give it a thumbs up. So what would you expect for season two? Like what makes season two for you, Diego? Like people living on the moon? Like, what what season two look like for you? Like, what would you want to see? Season two needs to be a little more... I need to see consistent funny jokes throughout the show. Like, there were times where I would sit for, like, a good 15 minutes of the show, and there wasn't anything funny going on. But I don't think that's the show, right? And like, I, I think... Maybe that's just my high expectations, and then I was like, all right, so, man, Steve, so Steve there- Carell, you got this other... You got Jane Lynch, you got all these other funny people, Jimmy O... I'm like, I want to laugh. But it's a dramedy, I feel like. It's a comedy, but there is drama there, right? The the space race is drama. And then, you know, full disclosure, I might be one of the few, but I've never seen The Office either. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know how this dude can even be talking (laughs) at this point. Get out of here. Oh, my God. So maybe maybe I got to dive into that and, uh, and get into The Office to maybe appreciate this show a little bit more. But I'm definitely going to give it another season, too, because there were good parts, like I said. And I enjoy Steve Carell. I think I, I don't think I've seen a movie or a show where he's in where I haven't enjoyed whatever kind of character he's playing for that movie. It, it's just the money involved in this 
and it's not getting phenomenal reviews. Nah, I, man. I just that that's kind of what I see as a dilemma, right? So you have this cast that's getting paid obviously and then the special effects you know special effects are cheaper than they used to be but there's still a fair amount of special effects involved in this it will be interesting but then again it's netflix and see this is the best thing about netflix is that they like to kind of get shows finished right right so right so that's always a good thing so we don't necessarily worry as much about shows on netflix as we do maybe with some other shows so that's definitely a good thing so, so, so it's an all it's it's still an all thumbs up for us though, yeah, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I definitely Absolutely. Thumbs up. like I, I wish there was like a thumbs up and a thumb sideways, right? Like that's what I <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would give it. Like it's not like Kipo good, which is two thumbs up, it's like a thumb and a thumb sideways. That that's how I would explain it for me. One and a half thumbs. One and a half thumbs. Okay, I, I could go with one and a half thumbs for for that. All right, so Space Force, we all gave it one and a half thumbs. What about control Z? Talk to me about Control Z. Let's Yo, give the people let's give the people a little background though on, on Control Z because I think yeah, with Space Four people it. yeah I think with Space Four every, everyone kind of knew about it, mm-hmm. it was well publicized and you know marketed and whatnot. But Control Z, unless it was on like your coming soon list, you probably didn't see it. So, I would agree. So that's you though. That's your job. You're supposed to give everyone background on this. <laughs> All right. So Control Z then. Thanks, D. No problem. Control Z. Right, you got it's based in a high school, and I believe the show um, is a Spanish show from Spain, right? I think it's actually from Mexico, but yeah, I could be wrong. All right, so it's a Mexican show, right? And it takes place in a high school, and a hacker has hacked all the cell phones that have connected to the school Wi-Fi. This is a public service announcement right now. Do not hook up your cell phone to public <laughs> Wi-Fi. If you watch this show, you're going to know why, because people will steal your secrets. And yes. that's the premise of the show is someone found out how to hack the Wi-Fi, found out some very deep, dark secrets about some of the students okay. and staff, and... Yep. The people are trying to figure out who did it, who released some of those information. So, so it is a dubbed show as well. So th- yes. this is what I would say is that I, I say we give our rating first and then we actually talk about it and we can talk about our rating. That way if someone – because we are going to go through spoilers pretty much for every show. This is kind of what we do. So if you come up against a show that you go, hmm, that may be interesting show, you could stop and go watch it without us like totally destroying it. Because this is one of those shows you can destroy, right? Like Once we start yeah. talking about it, we are going to destroy it. I really like this show, right? Yeah. There maybe was an episode where I was like, eh, but overall, this was definitely you know a thumbs up show. Definitely go out and watch. I, I enjoyed it. So, what did you guys think before we get into it? Just you know, from a general rating standpoint, it was a thumbs up for me. Um, I definitely would give it a thumbs up. I watched it and then I started it, and I started it too late, and then I didn't want to go to sleep because I just wanted to keep watching it. Um, <laughs> like it was, it was a good one. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I give it a thumbs up, too. And I, this is one of those shows where, you know, that first episode, like, drops the bomb on you. And you're like, oh, man, now I got to see what, what's going to happen this next episode. And I like shows like that. Like like Amy said, you want to just, you got to see what's going to happen next. You're going to see what's happening next and how they're going to so, figure this all out. So did you see anything, again, so now we're in spoiler land, right? So did you see it coming with Raul? Like, I, I don't think I did, but I'm horrible at that in general. Like, I never see anything coming. So... I don't know if I saw it, but I mean, what did you guys like? What did you feel about the reveal in general? Uh, I kind of, 
I, the only reason that I was able to see it coming is because I figured it had to be one of the two guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no purpose if it's anybody else. It's got, there's got to be some betrayal, right? And so it's got to be one of the two guys that she's, she's interested in. So when, when it was, when we thought it was Javier, I was like, oh yeah, okay. You know, and then I was like, but it just doesn't, that just doesn't ring true to me. So I kind of went back and forth, but not that any of it rang true. Like, this is one of those shows um, where you definitely have to be able to suspend your disbelief. Like, none <laughs> of this is going to happen in a high school. Um, but, or at least not without some serious police investigation. <laughs> well, that's so. true. And, and I think I was like, I thought they did a fairly good job at setting up Javier to... Yeah kind of look like the guy like even if you didn't necessarily you know fall into it as as him being the guy i felt like they did a fair amount of work making him seem like the guy i think raul like did a good job of kind of setting him up right but i think overall from the story standpoint you know you were invested in you know you know what that story was with the kid that got killed you know Mm -hmm. when he was on the soccer team his dad kind of being a general douchebag like you know you could kind of (laughs) Say, okay, I, I could believe it either way. And I think that's why it worked. The, the problem that I had with Raul, though, dude, you're really going to leave the costume under your bed? Right. Come on, man. <laughs> right. No, you're not. But Stop. you know what? Yeah, you might. If you're that guy, like, think about how much he thought of himself. Like, he clearly was expecting to get away with all of it. Like, he thought he was the smartest person in the room. And, and that's people why... like that will give themselves away because they, they're so confident that nobody's going to figure it out. And that's why I kind of had a little inkling on Raul because he was one... Out of all the secrets that got revealed, his, while it was kind of big, didn't really impact him. I thought you would know that already, too, right? Like, who didn't know that if they watched the news, kind of, sort of, right? Right. Right, and he had all the money. He was, like, just giving out money all the time. Like, here, take this take this bill, take this bill, take this bill. Like, nothing. Yeah. Right. So, right. I, I always... And he was overly excited for Sophia uh, to find, like, the, the hacker. He was so, ex- like, too much. Too, oh, he was, like, extra. But do you believe the, the Sophia Raul love situation like th- that's the one thing that mm, i just don't know about that like she seemed such um i, I just wouldn't have think she would have fell in that like that i'm not sure she did I- i'm you, really not sure you think she, she was did. setting like she was just trying to cu- kind of figure it all out and that yeah. was one of the ways I-, I i would buy that more maybe i would see that i would buy that a little bit more because if you think of that last that last piece of it, right? Like there she and Javi are, and you know, so she clearly knew, and I think she like, knew for a while because I don't think she would jump ship back and forth like that so quickly. Like I felt, I, I the feeling that I got was that it was it was kind of her plan. Like she knew it was him, and she was just trying to set him up. But the, the the sex part, like I guess I could buy into it, but then she's there, like so if it's him, she's had she has sex with him, okay, whatever, we'll we'll let that go for a second. But doesn't she feel like she's putting herself in danger then to be there, to be that vulnerable? Like, look, this is getting a little crazy. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean that you know she's feels confident in what? Like, what if somebody kills her? I feel yeah. like what Amy. I feel like what Amy said before, though, is like you kind of almost have to suspend your like sense of reality when it comes to like these high school shows where the kids are the ones solving the murder mystery while the cops are incompetent. In this case, uh, the teachers are incompetent. 
Or well, as, incompetent or just looking the other way? Well, you can't... Uh, yeah, there's... So there are no police involved here. Like, if this kind of thing happened... And again, I don't know what the laws are in other countries, but I can tell you if that were to happen in the schools where we are, the police would be all over it. There was one scene where... Um, Luis's mom is like chasing Quintanilla out into the parking lot, yeah. and she and he's literally walking away from her and getting in his car. There oh, is man. no principle <laughs> in the world that's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry that your son is getting bullied so badly, and someone peed on his backpack and ripped up his drawings and is beating him up every day. But I gotta go. Like that's <laughs> not going to happen. So yeah. the, this idea of this is a having private to, school though. <laughs> this <Well>, is <laughs> private school. <laughs> but this idea of like that that you can't you know like not being able to wrap your head around like Sophia pretending to be into Raul like there was way bigger things that I had to ignore that <laughs> like that was the, like this was essentially um, Gossip Girl or Pretty Little Liars on steroids like that's yeah. what they, like like you just said or whoever said it like this idea of the kids solving the crime and the cops being you know not in on it like that's kind of what this was Sophia is this girl like she's got her own issues she doesn't have time to be figuring this out but she did <laughs> and she did a great job with it and she kept me watching so, so here's the thing i think the show should have ended i think the show should have been over this is one of the, the i hated the ending that's probably the uh, only part i didn't like i don't necessarily hate the ending but what i found interesting was is normally when a show like this that i enjoy i'm like hmm i don't want it to end right so i don't i want to see another season because i love that you know continuing of the story this is one of those shows though man it just should have finished like this would have been a better show if you just ended it and like did javier have to get shot like do i even care that he got shot like i don't even (laughs) care that he got shot like that's not what this story is about again i don't i don't know why but that's what i feel like like so so jerry shoots him and you end it's pronounced right jetty jetty yeah thank you (laughs) you just dub that in for me every time thank you yeah, I, I, this, I feel like this definitely could have been a one and done. Like, again, there's no mystery, and they're going to have to create a new mystery, right? Because there's nothing else. Like, we know who did everything, and we know this. So, are we just going to be worried about if if Javi survives? Like, is that second season? No, they're going to have to create something else, and it's pretty hard to top what they did with this one. So, I, I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see what they might come up with in season two. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm with I'm with you, Damon. I don't know what they're gonna do for season two. I don't know how they expand on the story. Like, yeah, are they gonna I follow don't know if you do can. Does does Raul go to court? Does Sophia's dad come back? Like, it's all the dad but, thing is the only thing that's still kind of interesting. And I don't yeah. even know if I'm interested. Like, it, it's it's such a it's such a didn't play into the story. Right, that's the only thing I wonder. So, if we're talking season two, maybe that just becomes the mystery. Because really, you know, what if she's just you know solving mysteries? Like, what if this show is really her solving mysteries? Like, what if that's what it's about? So right? it's like the Scooby Doo of uh, yeah, Scooby Doo of her Thelma, right? Like, yeah, and so <laughs> she's gonna solve the mystery with her dad now. What's going on? Like, maybe that's what we're looking at for season two. I mean, that her. is a good point. What like why did that you know fake the death pretty much? Why? What's the story? Behind yeah, we that? don't so, know. Is, is yeah. he involved in some other organized crime or whatever, witness protection? So, Is Raul going to help her figure that out? Oh, <laughs> we don't know. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I can possibly think of. Like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the Luis thing was... That was uh, rough. 
That was, that rough. was rough. That was hard it to was watch. Rough. Every time yeah. I see something like that, where like someone's getting like extreme, like I call it extreme bullying. Like that's at that point where you gotta like someone, a parent. An adult, a principal, a cop, so, someone's got to step in. You're watching it, and it's like this is. How awful. did that pl- and and how did that actually play into the story? Did I it? Yes, because at the end, well, not at the end, but well, when the shooting, Jetty, right? Yeah, when Maybe. Jetty beats up uh, Louise, puts him in the coma, then okay, he doesn't yeah, come yeah. out of the coma. Then Jerry yep. is all torn up inside because he essentially killed this kid. Yeah, he did. And that leads to Javier being shot in theory because he wants us to shoot Raul. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think we could have gotten there a different way. I, I don't know. I just don't know how much that really played into it. It's just, it, it's just something I was thinking about. I just, it was interesting. But <laughs> well, the interesting part with with the Luis was it was almost like I mean he he was the the plot device to, I guess to to show us how bad Jerry was right like. Each, I mean, that just showed us how awful Jetty was dealing with his own issues, but how bad he was willing to be, right? How awful he was going to be to others. But then at the same time, Luis was kind of also the plot device that was starting to be his redemption, right? He's spending yeah. all that time in the hospital. He's talking to the mom. Like, they, they're actually having these conversations with each other where he's saying, like, oh, you know, I'm starting, I feel badly, and this is what I was struggling with. And she's like, well, you know what? That's what he was struggling with, too. And it starts to be, like, his redemption, and then mm. I think he was probably the most complicated character on the show. Like he went through so many phases of himself, right? Then at the end, he's he's there, he's ready to end it all, and then he finds out about Raul. So I think Luis was really there just for Jerry's story. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, he he still has to, you know, it still wasn't Raul's fault, right? At the end of the day, I look at that and say, okay, everything that happened and everything Raul did, everyone could have walked away from. Yes. It, Right. Like, and I, I think that was kind of a little bit of the point, too, is that, you know, when these people go through and they steal your secrets. Well, first of all, for, Diego, forget about logging into, you know, public Wi-Fi. Why do you have all that stuff on your phone? Oh, <laughs> right? man, come on. I don't know. You could, you, you could take my phone right now. Right. <laughs> you could have access to all of it. I'm good. Like, I'm good, man. <laughs> now, my kids, you're right. On the other hand, you're absolutely right. I mean, so, high school's a lot different than it was 40 years ago for you guys. 40 so. years ago. All right. <laughs> calm down. Yeah, I just feel like at least I'm not the oldest one on the show. That's oh, all I'm saying. fantastic. <laughs> and now I got to hear more well, old jokes. Well, see, see, I'm the oldest one on, on the other show that I do. So, again, this makes me feel a little bit better. It's only by a year, but still. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm okay with that. So, so we're, we're still thumbs up. Like I said, this yeah, is definitely, definitely thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I just wish that it was one season, and I think yeah. it would have been way more poignant. But I still think that if it, we're going to go into the dad's backstory with you know Detective you know Sherlock Sophia, I think we're good. Like I think maybe that's what we see second season. Yeah, I, I feel you. Definite thumbs up. Definite thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, definite thumbs up with seeing season two not being promising for me. Okay. Right. Okay. So next show, we got Never Have I Ever. Now you guys have watched the show. I've caught pieces of this show from my wife watching it, so I know a little bit, but not enough. So one of you guys, go I at it. I just love this show. Oh, me too. I thought you, the way you were sighing, I thought you were going to say I you hated it. I just love this show. And it was one of those shows that I just didn't even really want to watch. Okay. It was weird. I didn't want to watch it. I was like, uh. And, and like you, I, I love 
nostalgia, right? And so, mm-hmm. so that means for me, nostalgia is a big thing. And that means I like watching high school shows as well, right? I right. still watch cartoons. Like my yep. favorite show is Gravity Falls. Right? Oh Where my God. Us too. Go ahead. Uh, favorite show. So, <laughs> you know, this was, this was one of those shows where I, I enjoyed it. The, you know, it's two thumbs up. The only, only thing I would say is, and again, this is just me from a parental standpoint, it got a little, it it got a little interesting just in terms of you know what, you know, she's going through. But John McEnroe, <laughs> phenomenal, right? right? Like I think it was just it was so well done. And they had wait, they also had a, a, a guest um, narrator too, right? Yep. Who, who, who um, was uh, he was narrating for uh, the guy, her nemesis. Uh, yeah, for Ben, right? We'll, I we'll cannot have, remember. And it's somebody super famous too. Yeah, it so. is. But I, I really enjoyed the show overall. Oh, it was it was Andy Samberg. And yeah. So <laughs> I, I I really and I like him as well. So yeah. I, I I like the show. I really enjoyed it. I, I really did. Like I, I just I'm trying to think about like what I enjoyed so much about it, and I don't really even know. But I just really liked it. I did well, too. I thought it was smart. Like I thought it was smart and funny. You know what I mean? Like well, there, it wasn't like stupid humor. Like even the things that like the high school kids said, which were terrible. Like a lot of what they said was terrible, but it was really like smart. Like high school kids would never say something like at the one point when they were going back to when she had been in a wheelchair and like mm-hmm. some high school kid walks by her in the hallway and he's like what's up fdr and i'm that's hysterical right and like, i'm like it's... no high school kid would ever say that but it's smart Ooh, writing like you know what i don't I mean? know like, about that you think so, a high school kid's gonna have that reference like right like that uh, yeah Not so FDR. i mean i i think maybe so what, what i find interesting is this so again amy how old are your kids uh, 19, 16, 14, and 9. Okay. So I would say I would not be surprised to see my 16-year-old who just finished up AP History, who is has okay. the driest, funniest, like, dig humor, like, just <laughs> to the point where, like, sometimes I have to walk away because I know I'm just going to get burned and I just, I have to walk away <laughs> before I get hurt, right? Like, I, I just thought those things were funny and I could see that because... I don't know. I could see it. I thought that those things were, were definitely played into it well. I, this is the only thing that I would say. is My wife, after she watched it, she said that it was sad. Like It was sad. It was very sad. See, see I didn't I didn't get that. Like, I listen, I get why it could be sad, right? Her, her father has passed away from a stroke or some heart ailment. I, I didn't find this, like, I didn't find it overwhelmingly sad, honestly. And I'm one of those, like, I have to go out of the room during most shows, right? Because mm-hmm. they might be a little much for me. You know, like that sort of feeling. But I just didn't feel it. I just found that the funny and the story was was so much overshadowed, I guess, the sadness part. And the characters were phenomenal. They were. They were. (laughs) And I was I was so happy when I was watching that show to see that one of her friends. um, Which one? Of course, I can't remember. Fabiola. uh, Eleanor is from uh, another show that I love, DC Legends of Tomorrow. She plays Mona Wu. And I love her character on that. And when she was in this, I was like, yes. And Niecy Nash. (laughs) I love Niecy Nash. I thought she was great as a therapist. Um, I just I don't know. I agree. I thought it was great. Well casted. um, But I, I did feel the sadness, and I think maybe it's like a, a daughter-father thing. Like, I like 
she was clearly struggling with it the whole time and trying to move on it. And then when they kind of delve into, when she finally starts remembering stuff that she had repressed about that last night, like she really, really, her dad was like the bright spot. She and her mom were always fighting. Her dad was like her buddy. And then her dad dies and she can't move past it. And she just kind of spirals out, you know? I thought it was really very sad. And then she then, then she alienates everybody in the process. She alienates her friends. She alienates, alienates her family. Like... I felt, I felt bad I, for I would agree. And, you know, the only reason I'm laughing is because I just I find it funny that, you know, the and again, this is my family. So this is why it's so enjoyable is that the head jock best looking dude's a swimmer. Like, isn't right. that just great? Right. He's not. A, he's, he's a swimmer. And like everyone loves this dude. Right. Paxton Hall. And I just thought that it was so on point. I, I actually watching this felt real. Right. That's that's what I kind of got out of this. Like it felt very real, which is why I think it was so enjoyable. It wasn't so far fetched. Yes, it was funny, but it was funny like our kids are funny. Right. 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 I I thought it all worked well. Whoever had this John McEnroe narrating (laughs) is just genius. I, I don't even know how you would even think about that. Right. To do that, but it just it worked so well. And and they, they did tie that together at the end with the, the father and McEnroe, which I thought was nice, at least. So you kinda go, Okay, I get it now. I don't know right. if it was I really get it, but like I get it enough to make it viable for me. Mm-hmm. But I thought the mom also was phenomenal. Like Debbie like, everyone just just killed it and, and just totally a total win for me. Looking forward to a second season of this. Definitely. And, Definitely. My only concern is that I don't want the whole second season to be, is she going to pick, again, his name is escaping, but is she going to pick her nemesis or is she going to pick Paxton? Yeah, is she going to pick Ben or is she going to pick Paxton? Uh, Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I just would hate for it to devolve into just that because there were, it was so rich with story. And if season two just becomes like a love triangle, I'm not interested. I I don't know if I'm not interested because that is so high school. It is. (laughs) It is. And, and it is so interesting is that you, you have Paxton who, I, I thought that his sister, you know, when you get to meet a sister and she's autistic and, and I think that it was just, you kind of felt a little bit more, you know. Well, it humanizes him. a good guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. definitely did. I think that we're going to get a little bit of it. I mean, Ben is just such an interesting take because, you know, he's got all this money but no one really that cares about him you know his parents are always leaving him and just kind of doing whatever they want to do i like him as a character as well they they all felt very real they did like, i agree with you i felt like this show much more real than control z <laughs> like definitely <laughs> oh yeah i was much more like yeah this could happen interestingly i think one of my favorite episodes with never have i ever was the episode that was focused just on ben just like one of my favorite episodes in Control Z was the one where they did just the the rewind and they just focused on Raul. Like I like when they pull one character out and then they really develop them because really out of everybody, Ben's the one who your perception of him at the beginning is totally different than your perception of, perception of him at the end. Mm-hmm. Everybody else you kind of watch unfold him. You're not really sure what's going on with him. He just seems like a snotty, jerky kid until you get to that that particular episode, and then you're like, "Oh, this Wait, is the, it. the birthday the birthday cake episode." Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> it was awful. So, it was. like, you know, I don't know. I just I loved this show. I thought it was great. Now, so, Damon, you yeah. were able to actually 
get in touch with one of the characters yeah, from the so, show, right? So actually, we got to talk to Hannah Stein, who interestingly enough plays Ben's girlfriend, Shira, on four of the episodes. So we can go into that right now. Hannah, tell us a little bit about your character on Never Have I Ever. So Shira on Never Have I Ever, she is she embodies the popular teenager in the social media world. So it's a very it's not your standard popular girl or your standard high school mean girl. It's more of uh, an illustration of what a teenager in high school looks like now who is thriving to be an influencer and is obsessed with Kylie Jenner. So are there any funny behind-the-scenes stories that you can tell us about that happened while you were filming Never Have I Ever? Funny stories I could tell you behind the scenes. You know, they were all fun, to be honest. There's nothing specific. I think my favorite episode was episode 8, when the entire cast, the supporting, the leads were together, and we all had a night shoot for Ben's birthday party, and we just all had so much fun. Everyone was so excited to be there. And it's really amazing to work with people that just have that kind of excitement. Tell us something people would be surprised to learn about you. I'm left-handed. I know that's super random, but people uh, react so excited to that news. And that's just something random about myself that most people don't know. So yes, I'm left-handed. If you could guest star on another Netflix series, which one would it be and why? If I could guest star in another Netflix show, Outer Banks, I hope I get cast as a part, like, on the Bahamas, searching for the gold, if that's what happens in season two. That looks like such a fun show. The cast is great. That would definitely be something I would strive to guest star on. So why should everyone be watching Never Have I Ever? I think everybody should be watching Never Have I Ever because there are so many underlying... um, lessons throughout the entire series and it's really relatable at any age any demographic could relate to the show special thanks to hannah stein for coming on the show and talking about never have i ever you can also check out an interview over at bsc kids that goes a little bit more into her career great to have you on as our first guest so you know special thanks again to hannah for taking the time out to speak with us and I loved her character, so I, I thought that was nice to kind of get a little bit of insight into her character. And as well, there's you know an audio which we have for the podcast. There's also an, an interview over at bscKids.com, which goes into her career a little bit and a little bit more of Never Have I Ever. So it'll be interesting to see if we see her next season. I wonder, I wonder. All right. So what are we giving this? Oh, sounds like three thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah, like all the total thumbs, thumbs up. All yeah, I, I enjoyed this show an awful lot for me. I really did. Definitely a thumbs up from me. I'd All give right, it two so thumbs up. I'm just great. mad Diego didn't watch it. I know, well, now, right? Now I feel like now I'm forced to have to watch season one by myself, but I'll be there for season two. That'll be my promise to you guys. You know, I'll give you the young perspective of the show once <laughs> I get there, right? Well, you don't have old <laughs> enough kids, so, you know, you're you're in this spot that's bad. You're too old to think about high school, and you're too young to think about kids in high school. So I but don't know I what you're going to give us. But I coach high school guys, so I'm, 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 I'm okay. They're like my kids. They're like my boys. Okay. All right. All right we'll give you So that. now we'll get into our last show that we want to talk about. It's actually a movie. It's called The Wrong Missy. Came came out May 13th, and I'm going to tell you, I love this movie. I love this movie. It was hilarious. I did not. Okay. I so, just, so, I felt like I'd seen it before. 
All right, so you're giving it a thumbs down. I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up as well. Diego seems like he's giving a thumbs up, so you're a thumbs down on this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I, I don't know. I didn't, I, it's funny, Diego, you mentioned in a show earlier that you liked that they just kind of, oh, Control-Z, you said that you liked that they just jumped right in and started it. And I feel like for me, I don't know if maybe I'm just not paying attention at the beginning of the movie, but I like a little bit of a slow build. Um, this one, like, legit starts out hardcore, Train setting wreck. it up like it just tells <laughs> right exactly the train wreck is within the first 30 seconds of the movie um and then it just kind of you know snowballs from there i just again i felt like i felt like it was every david spade adam sandler rob schneider movie that i've ever seen like at one point david spade even says daddy likey which he says in every movie that he's in <laughs> and i'm like come on man like i don't know it was just way too over the top I didn't believe at the end, like the 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 change of heart that he has about her. Like, I just I just didn't buy it. So you I don't believe in real love? Okay, we got it. You don't believe in real love. You don't believe in real love. We got it. We got it. We got it. See, I I have to agree, and I love what you didn't like. It started like it set the tone. At the, it set the tone in the bar scene with uh, Roman Reigns. And uh, Lauren Lapkus, who plays Missy, the wrong right. Missy, right? And she sets David Spade up thinking that she's talking to Roman Reigns. And he's about to get you know his ass kicked by Roman Reigns. Tries to escape the bathroom. She has the knife. Like, train wreck it, from the beginning. And I love it. Total train wreck. And, and you know what it was? It's like... I know if there's a show where like I have to look away because I'm embarrassed for the characters, it is a win. <laughs> and that's exactly how I felt on this show. Like That's happened on Seinfeld a few times, too, where I had to kind of look, ooh, 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 right? <laughs> this was one of those where I kind of had to look away a few times. I don't necessarily love Lauren Lapkus, but I think she played the role well here. Oh, and I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. She, she played the heck out of that role. Like There's no doubt that she was great. It's not that I felt like they were not good. I just felt like the story was too over the top, which which again is kind of their genre, right? Yes. Like and I and I do. I enjoy all their movies. Like I've watched them all. I enjoy them all. This one for some reason and maybe it just hit me the wrong way at the wrong time, but I was like uh okay. I felt like this one in terms of whatever that Adam um who was I? So he did the Jennifer Aniston one where they they get caught up in that mystery on the boat, and I don't even remember what it was. It's another Netflix movie. This one was definitely over the top sexually, which okay. was different than some of the other shows, right? Like that to me was was different, right? I, I, again, I get what you're saying. They're more of a comfort movie for me okay. in terms of you know, yes, maybe we've kind of seen seen the same sort of setup and the same sort but they were just they're just funny. They're easy funny. Okay. And that's what I kind of enjoyed about it. I turn it on, it's easy funny. I'm not thinking a lot about it. I'm not like crazed about trying to figure out what's going on. I, I know what's going on. I, I know what's funny. The only thing is I don't like Rob Schneider. Like he's just Oh Comante? Oh, Comante, man. Like, I love if you Comante. want to ruin this, this was just like that was the part that like just ruined it for me. Um, I thought everyone else was was very well done. You know, I love Sarah. You know, Julia. I, I just think it all works except I, Rob Schneider, because I know that they're fitting him in on purpose. It's kind of like you felt about the David Spade thing, right? Right. I know you're fitting him in on purpose, and it just is. It's. I, I, I almost feel like them. it's like written into their contracts. Like if one of us makes a movie, the other one has to be in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that there's just something about I again. 
I love all of their movies. Like, I really do. But I think, again, and I totally get the idea of needing something that's just like brain candy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to overanalyze it. I don't have to think. I can just watch and laugh. This one, just for some reason, did not make me laugh that hard. It wasn't a terrible movie. It just didn't hit it for me. It you made know? me look away an awful lot, though. I go, oh, <laughs> she's really saying that? Oh, my goodness. She's on the plane. She's doing that? Like, right. oh, my goodness. And that's why I liked it. Because I was like, it, after it was all done, I was like, oh, okay. It gave me that vibe from, like, Meet the Parents, where it was like every wrong thing that could possibly happen started to happen at one point but that was but see that's the thing with like meet the parents and all like meet the parents tommy boy like all of those movies right you you can understand like it's kind of this series of unfortunate events right things are just happening that are outside of their control she was actively making (laughs) all of this happen and there wasn't ever a part like you watch tommy boy and you feel badly for him and you watch meet the parents and you're rooting for ben stiller i'm watching this and there was no moment in the movie where i was like oh you know what she's just misguided or oh (laughs) you know she's just had nobody to teach her how to behave or like there there was nothing that made me like want to feel for her all right what is that what is the show where they have to get married it's netflix it's the netflix reality show where it's it's the one where they meet behind the the closed doors. Love is blind. Love is, Love is blind. blind. All right. Did you guys see that? Yes. Okay. What was the really good looking dude that ended up with the crazy girl? Uh, oh my God. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, Barnett. <laughs> yes. This is what this is. This is that. This is that. That's why it's so funny because it's that. She, that, uh, that girl that he married is a little. Amber. A little missy. Right. <laughs> She's a little Wrong missy. missy. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Right, That's so funny. this doesn't seem so outrageous when I can like kind of listen. That, that is a reality show, like, but I can kind of like rope it back around to that, and it makes it more believable for me because that's immediately what I thought about. Hmm. All right. I guess I don't know. I just saw her as. I don't know. I just I I really you don't struggled. know anybody like that. That's that, that oh, over the top. Where I, I know somebody I, like that is a dude instead of a girl, but I know somebody like that. Yeah, where like I walked into Panera and he said something. I was like. I have to turn away because I can't believe you said that to somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. Like, I'm gosh. Well, I'll tell. Since we all know this person, I will tell you who it is after we get off the air. <laughs> yes, but man, yes, oh man. Dude. Hey, and, and, and Amy, don't don't think it got lost on me that you're following Barnett on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I followed the whole cast. You're the wrong. I followed the whole cast after I watched that show. I you're needed to follow missy. all of them. No, I needed to know what happened to them. I needed to know if they were all still together or not. Yeah, that was interesting. So, I, I like I said, I enjoyed the show, though. I found it fun. I, yeah. I definitely I think, did, yeah. And I think Amy made a good point. It's brain candy. It's one of those shows, like, you could be doing maybe something else real quick and still hear the jokes and still laugh and still have well, a good time. I think no the problem. other thing is that we're all so wrapped up into series these days that yeah. sometimes it's nice to, to watch a movie. So then I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to watch a movie. And then it's like something like this, which is just fun. It, it definitely kind of made it easier for me to enjoy, I would say. And I think that's a good point because part of my issue was it was that there was no build, right? That we just started right off. Yeah, and, but and you kind of have to in a movie. And that's a really good point. I've been watching series for I don't mm-hmm. know how long now. I don't remember the last time I watched like just a movie. Yeah, this one. This was the first one for me probably in months. Yeah. And, this, and it was quick, man. I think it was like maybe an hour and a half. Oh, maybe. yeah. It was quick. It maybe. was definitely quick. Because it finished and I was like, man, what time is it? And I was like, oh, man, it's 
Still early. What's going on? You're like, I don't have eight episodes left, right? Because <laughs> that's what I feel like sometimes. The anti-binge. The anti-binge. Right. Yes, the anti-binge. So I think that's all we were going to cover for this show. Now we can start talking about things that we're looking forward to. Yes, sir. All right, so Outer Banks, I, I know that Amy's already watched it. She's I ahead have. of the game. And we're behind. At least I know I'm behind. I don't know if Diego will watch this, but... I like the first four episodes, but we're going to talk about that next time. Okay. I will catch up to that. And now we're kind of going to go into kind of our upcoming shows. So things that we're looking forward to, as well as things that we're going to kind of be talking about. And I know for me, I've been looking forward to this since, since the first season ended, which is Keep on the Age of Wonder Beasts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I would say, again, we kind of talked about from an animation standpoint, Gravity Falls. This is a solid two for me. This is, you know, right in that range of, you know, just being a little bit below Gravity Falls in terms of enjoying it. But I really, really like this show. So I'm looking forward to that in June as well. What are some of the things you're looking forward to? I have a bunch of others, but I'll let you guys chime in. I can't wait for the second season of The Politician. I loved that show when I saw the first season, um, and I can't wait to see the second season of that one. I watched that one with my daughter, and she and I just went bananas for it, so I'm ready for that one. When is, when is that? Uh, when is it? Yes. Sometime in June. I don't know exactly the date, but that Diego, was a great one. Diego, you're supposed to be... Oh, the politician. So June 19th. June 19th, okay. yeah. I don't know who's talking about that one with you, though, because I know it's not going to be me. Oh really? No. Oh, you gotta watch it. It was so good. Uh, I'll be I'll be a good friend and I'll watch the politician with you. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But I'll tell you what I'm interested in. Besides Kipo, obviously, because that show is real dope, and we mm-hmm. already talked about it. I today, while I was scrolling through my coming soon on the Netflix app, Floor is Lava. Floor Word. is Lava. I, I am so I've been in playing, on Floor is Lava. Yeah, I've been playing Floor is Lava my whole life. <laughs> I could win you, th- this show. you think you're good? <laughs> nah, on, dude, you're not. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're not that good. That good. Come on. Listen. It, it does look interesting. It does. Look, I'll tell you what. Right off the well, bat, it looks way better than the Big Flower fight, which you got me to watch, and you didn't. Uh, even I did. I did. I thought I was going to enjoy the Big Flower fight, and I really didn't. I can I get really behind didn't. this, and I'll tell you what. This looks like a show that I could watch with my four year old, and he will die laughing. Die laughing. Yeah, I, you know it what? Has it has like kind that of, wipeout feel. Well, you know what? Actually, what's the what's the one now that's the mini golf? Gosh, what is that called? Oh, With, uh, Steph yes. Steph Curry. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. the first season for me, holy moly, was just eh, and then the second season's really funny, right? So I, I'm hoping that this is gonna kind of be in that vein as well. But I, I, dude, I have so many other shows that are coming in June. <laughs> I'm gonna put you guys. I'm gonna put you guys to work. <laughs> On, on starting to watch. So, so Curon, which is, is a Netflix series, right? So that's June 10th. But the same day is also Reality Z. How are you not excited for Reality Z? It's zombies in Brazil and game shows. Like, <laughs> that is going to be fire. Um, definitely for that. So are you going to yeah. watch every show that has Z in the title? So Control I might. Z, Reality Z. I okay. might. And then so yeah, Kipo June 12th for me. You said something about Pokemon Journeys, and I don't know. It got me maybe I might have to watch that. That comes, that's out, not... this fri- that comes out Friday, man. Yeah. So that's so June that's... 12th as well. I'm yep. excited, man. I've watched the trailer probably at least like three or four times already. And okay. I- I'm excited because it looks like that Pokemon cartoon that I used to watch after school every day 
with Ash Ketchum and just like I gotta catch them all, man. I gotta catch well, them all. Mr. Inglacius Part Two, which I enjoyed, is June seventeenth. Right, I actually like that show. So Flores Lava is the June nineteenth. And that show, The Politician, I guess you guys are going to watch. Good for me. Um, I can't wait till June 27th because I'm dying to see the third season of Dark. Uh, I just couldn't do it. I didn't didn't love it. No. Like I wanted to and then I couldn't because it was too confusing. And then I was like, oh, it's definitely confusing. We talked about this in the first episode. I had watched the first season and it was just, eh, it was very lackluster for me. Like I just... It was too over the place at one point. I think Damon and I conclu- ended up saying, I think we're just too dumb for the show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like. Because I have a friend that loves it, and he's just like, you know, talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. Stop. Like, that's one of those things that's too much effort for me. Like, yes. I love I love Game of Thrones. I love the books. Like I said, I'm a oh. fantasy person. You know, mm-hmm. awe. the whole series signed by Mr. Martin himself. And I just, there's a lot of work, though. Yeah, And this are. is what I felt like dark was for me. But I'm going to even jump even further and I'm going to tell you that July 10th, the old guard is coming. And that looks such fire that I, I can't even stop myself. And then um, <laughs> Umbrella Academy, which is the end of July, which is, again, uh, you know you know how I feel about that. But the old guard, I can't even, like, it's like Kipo level craziness for me for July 10th. The old guard, is that animated? No. 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 The old guard, huh? It's an upcoming superhero film focusing on a pack of mercenaries okay. who are century-old immortals. What if there's too much blood Boom. in there? You gonna be all right, dude? I'm I'm okay <laughs> with blood, just not like gross, like body part on the screen too long. Blood. <laughs> like so, like a half a second with an arm laying there is okay. Oh, okay. see, an arm is good. It's just internals. Like I don't need to see like. Hearts what exploding. About, what about or like spleens zombies, rupturing? Man. Zombies are pretty gruesome. Yeah, they're, zombies they're are really real. gory. But they're, they're not, not real. real. <laughs> so it's okay. I mean, unless you guys believe in zombies, like I'm okay hey, with zombies man. being gross, right? Hey, man, it's 2020. We don't know what's coming up. So and then what else is also The Woods, I think, is also coming yes. June 12th. Man, there's a lot of stuff in June to talk about. There's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about, I feel like. Well, I'm excited because I think June, once June 12th hits, man... I feel like we're gonna be we're gonna be booked for. for oh, we're gonna be booked. <laughs> we're gonna be booked. But you know, the one thing I will say is I'm gonna try some shows out, and if I can't get to like episode four, they may just be a wrap for me. Like the the big flower fight, your great flower fight. You watched that, and I was like, mm, episode three, I'm out. Like I'm done. I, there's so many Netflix shows coming that I feel that way. Like The Order comes out in June season two. Like I felt like I should love that show, but I just couldn't do it. You didn't love The Order, huh? No, I just couldn't do it. Oh, I loved that. Well, that's June 18th, so you're going to be super busy then. Uh, I really am. <laughs> Listen, though, once uh, once the school year's over, man, well, I'll be I'll be watching. I know. Every I, I have two show. I have two teachers here. I'm worried about what's going to happen come September. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I worry about. You're going to have to be teaching class, you know, school lunches and take your phone and be watching shows and stuff like that. <laughs> but not on the school Wi-Fi. Not on the school Wi-Fi. Control Z taught us all a lesson. <laughs> Definitely not on the school Wi-Fi. Any public Wi-Fi. If you, know, you want to keep your secrets, no Wi-Fi. No public Wi-Fi. But, yes, um, that is true. So, you know, thank you everyone for listening covered a couple of shows today talked to you about what we're going to be watching starting next week pretty much so <laughs> yeah might as well start now <laughs> well i still have the babysitter thank goodness i have the babysitters club you know out early so that was good so come july i'm good with that one 
So you doesn't sound like anyone else is going to watch that though. That's where I'm kind of beat. I think. <laughs> I'm beyond. I didn't even read those when I was a kid, so I don't think uh, I don't think that's up my alley. Okay, okay. They weren't bad though. They weren't bad. Yeah. Well, so we're we're excited for season two of of uh, some shows coming up, which is great. And anyone, you know, so we're going to try to get somebody else for our, what did we call this? TV timeout? Yeah, TV I'm gonna try timeout. To, I'm going to try to find somebody for TV timeout for one of these shows. It might be a little more difficult. I don't have that much pull with some of these older shows. Kid shows I have a little more pull with. So I'll, I'll see what I can do, though. I'll see what I can do. Well, hopefully the podcast takes off. Make sure, you know, you like it, you share it, you subscribe to it, do whatever you got to do to support the Boomtron podcast. I appreciate everyone listening. We all do. Anything out? Any final thoughts, lady and gentleman? No, um, not from me. This has been fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll see everybody in two weeks. Bye, everyone.